So before I get to preaching, I'm going to offer a little disclaimer because I'm going to read a number of times throughout the sermon and refer to throughout the sermon the second sentence of Jesus in Matthew 11, 28 through 30 that Alan just read, and I'm going to pronounce it humble. I know that some say it's proper to pronounce it humble, but it just doesn't roll off the tongue as well, so I'm going to go my Texas roots, we're going to pronounce it humble. And it's, this is a good time to maybe make the point of tomato, 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 you know, the, the old Dave Mason song from when I was a kid. It's Dave Mason, right? Let's just leave this alone because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guys. There ain't no bad guys. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. So I'm going to say humble. <laughs> humble. No good guys or bad guys, say. And I'm going to say ain't a couple of times during the sermon, too. So, there, disclaimer over. Let's get to preaching. Jesus still says today, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Come to Jesus today, you, all of you who are weary, and you who are not only tired, but so, so, so burdened, burdened by the world, by sadness, burdened with people's complaining. Burdened with bills and stress and other people's anger. Come to Jesus today and pray honestly. Because if you can't come to Jesus in here and pray honestly, where are you going to do it? Come pray honestly. It's actually okay to come to Jesus today and say, we are tired. And if you're not tired... Great. God bless you. But for those of us who are, you can even say it out loud if you want to. Jesus, I'm tired. That wasn't rhetorical. You can actually say it if you want to. Jesus, I'm tired. Jesus, I'm tired. In the movie, The Empire Strikes Back, or what we kids in 1980 called it, Star Wars II, it begins on a remote ice planet. The good guys have established their lives out on this snowy outpost, and the bad guys just won't leave them alone. We live in a world where it feels like the things we once held dear are now under attack. And I'm not talking about church and Christmas. I'm talking about deep, deep things that feel like they're under attack, like kindness and human decency and actually listening to one another. Because I value you as a friend, as a loved one, as a human being. 
And so the second of Jesus' three sentences in Matthew 11, 28, 29, and 30 seems especially needed today, much needed for us to hear, especially while the empire just bears down on us in this world that just won't seem to let up. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. All over the world, things are falling apart. South Korea is making TV shows about people trapped in massive debt. China keeps putting the thumbscrews on free speech. And Brazil is one of the highest crime rates per capita in the world. I typed into my search engine the other night, because I do this sometimes just for kicks, just type in random questions. So I typed in the other night, why is everyone so frustrated? Some of the articles and answers that actually came up. Thousands of workers are going on strike for everything from bad working conditions to underemployment where they can't make ends meet. Another potential reason, the cost of health care is so out of hand that even insurance is unaffordable. Affordable health care? Not in the world many of us live in. And then another. Some people are dreading sitting around the Thanksgiving table next month for fear that someone is going to bring up vaccines or infrastructure bills or conspiracy theories. And the sad thing is that most of us just want to sit down with our loved ones and enjoy our gluttony in peace. <laughs> right? I mean, do you enjoy being angry all the time? I'm so sick of social media trying to tell me which shoes are going to make me a better person. I don't want to be a slave to the IKEA nesting instinct. I don't even want to think quietly to myself, what kind of dining set defines me as a person? Think about post-World War II, less than 100 years ago. Right after World War II, even for those of us not born yet, we can look back and you can see these massive cultural shifts. Television, finance, because money after World War II was not the same as what money was beforehand. Modern colleges, colleges were not after World War II what they were before. All those things that didn't exist a hundred years ago, things that we constructed, and now we're looking around and many of those things are failing us. And you know what all of that that I just described is called? The yoke of the world. Maybe our common enemy is conformity. Conformity to the pattern of the world. Feeling too at home and attached. Playing along to get along. Like the religious establishment of Jesus' time did with Rome. And speaking of Rome, 
Remember what Paul wrote as the first sentence of his practical living section in Romans? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore I urge you, loved ones, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Maybe what we need most these days is to take a deep breath. Just rest in Jesus and renew our minds. Hit the restart button and clear out all the cookies, all the junk, all the malware and advertisements and lies. I mean, let's just try it. Take a deep breath and restart your soul. And then here again, Jesus in sentence 2 of Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30 Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. See, now that we've taken Jesus seriously, that we are offered rest, now it's time to learn. I mean, Jesus says, learn from me. Okay? And what are we supposed to learn? Well, it's right there in Jesus' words. We can trust Jesus when He tells us to take His yoke upon us. We are to be His hands and feet in the world, here in our outpost, and He will guide us. But we are also expected to do some heavy lifting. And at times, that heavy lifting is going to make us weary. And sometimes even the work of Jesus is going to feel like a downright burden. But He promises and makes good on His promise. He will give us rest. Rest. And then we can learn some more. Well, learn what? Well, it's right there. I mean, what are we supposed to learn? It's all right there in this little text. What are we to learn? Jesus is gentle, which means God is gentle. You ever heard that one? Been a while? God is gentle. And God is humble in heart, creating us for good, good, good works. A little saying from Ephesians 2.10 goes, We are God's work of art created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And yes, sometimes even the good works get burdensome. So come find rest. Jesus is real, authentic rest. Rest for your soul.
but. I know what some of you may be thinking. And we need to say it out loud. If you didn't want to say, Jesus, I'm tired, out loud, maybe you'd feel more comfortable saying what some people are thinking right now. You know what it is? Objection, Your Honor. Seriously. I mean, this sounds great. And it makes a good sermon. But some of you, some of us, may not be feeling it. We still feel burdened. Not so easy. How are things going? Not so great. So, what do we do now? Good question. And I'm here to tell you. It's my job as preacher to tell you today what we do with those feelings in the face of Jesus, promising us rest in a world that feels like there's no rest for the wicked, but doesn't feel like there's any rest for the righteous either. I'm here to tell you as one who is tired and full of doubt as well. Maybe let's just all take a deep breath together. We don't have to worry about worrying. We don't have to wonder what might happen in 2022 with the pandemic and politics and schools and churches and all these things that we've built through the years in our own image. Just for one hour. I mean, even if it's just for this hour... Take a deep breath and receive a promise, even if you don't feel it today. Because Jesus says, hope. The Bible says, faith. The Bible says, trust. The Bible never says, pretend. You don't have to pretend. And if you have, if you have fallen for, well, one of the requirements of being a Christian is you have to pretend. You have to fake it until you make it. That's not in the Bible. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to pretend. If you're not feeling it, good. Don't feel it, but don't feel it in here. This is a good place. This is a safe place, and you might not be. And if you want to, you can say that out loud right in the middle of the sermon too. That might feel good. After all, I don't want to be the only one objecting. It might feel cathartic for you, so say it out loud if you want to. I ain't feeling it. Well, I'm alone on that one too. There's a brick wall I can bang my head against. Please. Please tell me I'm not alone in this. That you're tired too. And as a matter of fact, I know you are because I wrote this sermon because I've talked to a bunch of you and you keep telling me you're tired. I know you are. I know we've been conditioned in this Christian milieu that we find ourselves in to where you have to be quiet during church, but you don't have to if you don't want to. And let me tell you as a fellow frustrated Freddie, I know why. I know why. It's the world's fault. And it's my fault for looking for rest here in the world. And so even if some of us just aren't feeling it these days, we have this promise. Not 100% fulfillment, but at least we have a promise. Multiple promises, in fact. 
You remember the last public thing that Jesus said in the Gospel of John right before He starts making His way to the cross, courtesy of His own people, handing Him over to the Roman Empire. Hundreds of Lando Calrissians betraying one of their own. You remember what Jesus said? They're in a world full of tired, in a world full of burdened, in a world full of worry and stress. Just in case you don't, I'll repeat Jesus. A promise for today that's just as needed today is when Jesus spoke it. And Jesus speaks it to us right now. Even if we can't hear it, even if we ain't feeling it, the promise is still there and Jesus still speaks. And here's what Jesus said then, and it's what Jesus says today. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. But what does that mean? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it means when Jesus says, I've overcome the world. But I trust it. So let's trust it together. Let's trust God. Because I tell you what, I find it easier to trust God when we trust God together. I just do. When you hold my hand and tell me, we can trust God together. In this world, you will have trouble. Yeah, no kidding. In the Empire Strikes Back, Do you remember when Luke goes in the cave when he's training with Yoda? And Luke asks Yoda, what's in there? Remember what Yoda tells him? Only what you take with you. I think we need to keep our wits about us in this world because half the time the world is tricking us into making our own trouble. Worrying about things that have not happened. And even Jesus said, that doesn't add one single hour to your life. Wherever we are right now in world history, it feels kind of like we're at the end of the Empire Strikes Back. We feel a little defeated. We feel a little bruised. And man, do we feel tired. But, like the end of that movie, we know there is a sequel already in the works. And we believe in what is good, what is right, and what is praiseworthy. We're not dying. We're being made new. We're being brought to life all the time. We are just now being brought to real life. Don't you dare say we're dying. This is Jesus we're talking about. In this world, I will have trouble. And in this world, you will have trouble too. But then Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. And then Jesus says, take heart. Or another way to say that, 
don't lose heart. Some of you, over the last 18 months, couple of years, have kind of lost heart. And so hear the words of Jesus today. Don't lose heart. So, okay, Jesus, we're in. And we will trust you together. And we promise not to get too frustrated with each other and the world and all of its trouble. And when we do, because we're going to, and when we do, we will repent. And we'll tell each other in the name of Jesus, I still love you. And we will tell each other that we are sorry for what we said when we were hungry. And then Jesus says again, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Very well, Jesus. We will learn. We are still willing to learn. And for those of us who have heard all of this before, we admit that we might need to learn this again. We offer you this from our tired hearts. Hear our prayer.